Welcome to the Mucked Up My Self Care podcast. I'm Jill from New York. And I'm Linda from Tasmania. We are two moms from opposite sides of the world who are living, demonstrating, and helping moms across the world fill their self-care asset bank. Ready to dive in? Messy, interrupted, imperfect, and most of all mucked up. Let's get going. Let's just dive straight in. Highs, lows. Highs and lows, let's see. Oh, do you have yours on top of your head? Go ahead, Linda. You start. All right, let's go. So highs, we've had a really busy couple of days. Big bushwalk with the kids down the mountain. Again, didn't go the track we went last time with all the massive steep hills and (laughs) all the rest of it. So we went with um, a friend and her two kids and her dog and our dog and all of the kids. Nice. um, Tracking down the mountain, so... Yeah, it was so, so lovely. Yeah, the weather was beautiful. Um, There was so many positives (laughs) to that. Um, And then the day catching up with my mum yesterday in the park and everything with kids as well, so that was really lovely. Um, And then the day with playgroup and the pool today. So watching Josh swim 25 metres, I didn't get to watch all of it but just watching their swimming confidence grow that sort of thing yeah really cool Sigrid's like a fish she just doesn't want to stop (laughs) wants to climb up the water slide (laughs) (laughs) so it it took a lot of my energy to be right onto her because she was just like full on under the water and just would bounce sort of bounce better back up and just keep going <laughs> oh kid seriously anyway yes um and low <clears throat> i think just realizing school goes back next week and realizing that's a whole different phase of finding a rhythm yeah. And getting back into back into that. I feel like sometimes our January first starts when school goes back. Like that's when you can really start actually planning <laughs> more of your year than for the whole of January and half of February where school's mm. school's on holidays. So yeah, that's it takes a while to get back into that rhythm. And the little kids will miss the big kids and the big kids will be adjusting to their new classes and friends and grade six for Josh, which is crazy. <laughs> I'm like, wait, they level really? up this right now? And it's, mm. yeah, we're opposite. <laughs> Duh, <Jill. laughs> Yep. It's just, yeah. And then they go back for two days one week, three days the next week, and then four days and then five days. And so so if you finally get a bit of time, <laughs> sort of and then you're back to a weekend or just finding a rhythm that feels like it's an anticipated low it's not a low that's happening right now but yeah just gathering strength (laughs) yeah gathering strength what about you oh let's see um my high was i got to meet with my friend who runs the postpartum resource center here in New York, who is 
helping me out with postpartum stuff. She does all the fun things. And um, I actually asked her to contribute towards my book that I'm writing. So we got to meet because she had some notes and it was such a fruitful meeting between us that it, I went in like a little concerned and worried that like, she might say like, you really shouldn't write this or you shouldn't say this, or can you change this language? Because I'm concerned. And there was a few of that, like, like, I'd like, I'd love for you to change this because I don't want people to get misunderstood on this. Your wording's a little like different than how I would put it. Can we change it to this? Um, mm. but most of it was more so edits like grammar. <laughs> like, yep. Yeah. So <laughs> my editor didn't get to it yet. <laughs> so, no, that I, I did definitely make that word up. That is not a real word. <laughs> mm-hmm. I tend to leave out commas, which is funny because our friend, Melissa, the, the organizing guru, she tends to add them in. And so I'll just so take funny. some of yours. And you can like, <laughs> And so, of yeah. course, Holly's editing both of those and she's yes. like, oh, it's just <laughs> <laughs> so funny. <laughs> Sorry, I interrupted you. <laughs> You're good. Um, what I, I loved the most, and I, this might be a high and a low, I think, where I'll take it because it doesn't exactly directly affect me, but I've opened up this this place of realization that there are holes in the care that moms get and how we're how professionals are giving that care um it opened up sonia's eyes her feedback was that you know i realized where i can tighten up things where where i've dropped the ball or where the resource center can now um step in in these kind of areas that you know knowledge is not there for everybody, even if you assume that they learned things in school or that their parents taught them about their periods or like so many different things that it's really not there for everybody. And I'm a little afraid of what the future holds because of how big she's, she was talking to me for the future of this book and what comes out of it between the fact that Bobby contributed towards it is now like he's going to be pulled into this with his opinion and there there's it's scary and yeah <laughs> um i love your face linda <laughs> um scary in a good way and then also yeah. heartbreaking that if i am sharing this story and i'm being outspoken with the holes that i had in my life about the knowledge that doesn't mean that i'm the only one and no, I, I can't imagine the millions of moms out there that don't have the information that I didn't have either. Yep. Yeah. So kind of big mm. and mm. not something I can solve in a day or <laughs> alone. So it, <laughs> it's like yeah. it's bittersweet stuff that like, I'm loving that she loves the book, but I'm so sad that she's found all these problems now that <laughs> she, she's going to mm. add to her mission, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Very uh, bittersweet. Um, <laughs> I think it was actually a low, other than being petty and like disappointed that my son spilled orange juice all over my rocket book that I did not get to scan and lost oh. some of my notes. <laughs> like, everything else is really good. 
If you don't know what a rocket book is, it is a reusable notebook that you can use friction pens on and erase. So it's like not a big deal that there is orange juice spilled on it because it won't absorb it. But it erased things that I hadn't saved yet. <laughs> yeah. And you've converted me. I have one now. And no. I love it. It's love, like getting love, a brand new it. notebook every time. It was so great. <laughs> I left it as like a a reward for sticky note time. Because, I again, I had not scanned it yet. And that was my attention as a break in sticky note time. Okay, here's a little dopamine hit when we are, like, really struggling. We'll go through, scan it all, and erase it all. And that makes me happy. <laughs> So happy it's just so. i'm hoping to i have project paper plan which is going to take a while <laughs> however i would like to basically except for the books get rid of paper in this office because mm-hmm. so many times i just grab a note and write something jot something down and have a notebook for this and a notebook for oh. that and so many out of control. Yeah. Sticky notes will be the only paper product, hopefully, by the end of this year. <laughs> yes. Sticky notes, look, I have I have some things printed on my wall that I look at frequently, like when daylight savings changes. <laughs> I like that right there. I'm going to keep that right there. <laughs> and, yes, I'm not getting rid of books or things like that, which are paper products, but that's different. That's a different story. Yeah. So, yes, I'm hoping to go through no old notebooks, go through little paper stuff and, yep. Yeah. yeah. Yay. Mm-hmm. Anyway, going back to your book, Today we're talking about outspoken self-care. I think it's so funny. Last night, Bobby and I had a discussion. (laughs) He used the word. He's like, you are so outspoken. And I'm like, well, yeah, I'm mama outspoken, dude. (laughs) Thank you for that compliment. (laughs) Totally different kind of conversation. But (laughs) correct usage of the word. (laughs) Something's rubbing off. (laughs) Last night, I'm like, well, what the heck? If you're saying that I am outspoken, what does that really even mean? And why did I even pick that word for my business? And why do I, why am I living proof of that? Why does that fit? So Mm -hmm. before we even got on to record this, I'm like, let me go find the definition real quick. So just right off of the internet, Oxford languages, says frank in stating one's opinions, especially if they are critical or controversial. And then Mm -hmm. Merriam-Webster is direct and open in speech or expression, spoken or expressed without reserve. Which interesting, I think (laughs) is where that all came from to begin with, because I was asked that I was asked to share my story and so when you're sharing your story, aren't you doing just that? You're being outspoken. You're speaking frankly about what's going on. And <clears throat> yeah, so that's where that came from. And I, I think I do do that at home too. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you're outspoken. That could definitely be your middle name. <laughs> 
And I applaud you in the fact that you are living proof of that in finishing off this book, in a lot of the work that you do, living up to your values and your heart and this podcast and so much of what you do um, as well. It's just, it's not only the words that I see or hear, <laughs> it's also the actions as well. Because I think when we, if we just look at outspoken on the surface, it is the words we speak maybe. However, there's much more to it than that mm -hmm. in the actions we're taking. And I see that every day with you. So. Oh, thank you, Linda. I mm -hmm. know there are some people that say I might need to speak up a little bit more because I am very quiet, but mm -hmm. it's a work in progress. <laughs> this, pod this podcast is perfect. Perfect oh, idea for that. <laughs> speaking of that, we are intending on doing a clubhouse room together starting, I think, yes. this week too. So it's even more option to be outspoken for both of us. Yeah. And all that and we, we also have a couple of other things in the pipeline, like a celebration of our one year anniversary mm -hmm. as well. I know. It's a few months away, but it's still fast approaching. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. So there's lots that we, I think, can do for ourselves in celebrating that and having the actions, mm -hmm. which back up our words, like books and podcasts yeah. and connecting with community and celebrations and everything else. I think I want to um, ask you. Okay. Oh, you go. No, no, no. Go with the question. I wanted to ask you a question. Why does it matter to share our self care out loud? Mm. I think. Okay, I'll take it from my own experience and it'll go back to our conversation about basic needs not being self care. Um, the first question I was asked, what was I doing for myself as self-care? <clears throat> uh, I think that a lot of us don't know what self-care can be for ourselves. And so we have a misconception of what is actually bringing energy back to us, what's sucking our energy out of us. And if we're not knowledgeable on it, how can we feel good? So yeah. I feel that it's the responsibility of someone to say it out loud and people are saying it out loud, but we need more of us talking about it. So everyone can find that information mm -hmm. when they look for it. I feel like, yeah, we've talked about energy leaks before and that's so true. So, mm -hmm. so true. What is doing that energy suck for you? What's, taking that and then how do you protect yourself from that and if we're not sharing the ways that i do it the way that you do it the way that whoever down the street does it we're not going to be able to find the thing that works for you as a listener or a new mom who just trying to figure it out like self-care looks different before pregnancy self-care looks different after birth and self-care looks different after four kids. So yeah. Yeah. How is it not important to talk about it out loud? Mm. Self-care looks think... different for men and females. And I think also that's a big 
difference. And if there's guys listening to this podcast, then they might see different ways to help women do their self-care or even different options for themselves too. But yeah, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it all comes back, I think, also to that self, like having an understanding of what works for you and what makes you, you. (laughs) We've talked a little bit about values, like our own personal values and valuing self-care and those sort of things as well. And I think the more that you can speak out loud (laughs) about these things, the more that you can then start to understand it, have a knowledge, have a realisation that sometimes self-care requires a discipline or it requires being really tight with your calendar or it requires saying no to your kids and and being like, you know what, this is actually my time right now (laughs) and I need this for me. It helps us understand ourselves better Mm. and learning what works for us, what doesn't work for us, and then growth on top of that. Mm. Because if we're practicing it in a healthy way, then are we not growing our own selves and growing our family around us and influencing them? What's important? Mm. We figure out what our priorities are then. Yeah. Yeah. And realizing that doesn't have to be said in concrete either. Yeah. It requires an ongoing conversation. It's a relationship with yourself, really. And any relationship requires ongoing effort. It doesn't just snap your fingers and away it goes. I I set up my calendar for this week. I'm in my luteal phase, so it's the week before I prepare where my hormones are all going downhill, but I have two big events this week. We have a vision board party. And of course we're recording this of the week of the party and this will be aired after the party. <laughs> but, <laughs> Never mind. You can come to the but, next one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but then we also have sticking out time weekend again <clears throat> for the community. And I had planned activities that went with this phase as my master calendar. And now as I'm planning this week, I'm realizing, well, my master calendar doesn't fit into this week with events going on because they're going to be an energy suck. So I can't have two energy sucks back to back two days in this week. I need to really actually adjust what I had originally planned for the master calendar, which is exactly what it's meant for. It doesn't mean I have to do everything that's on my master calendar. It just means that's my template to set up. So Taking that into consideration, realizing, okay, Declan helping make dinner right before vision board party may not be the best option. And it might be better for me to order dinner that night and not cook or worry about it. And we can cook dinner again together on the weekend. (laughs) Jill turns up to the vision board party with carrot peels in her hair and flour like, <laughs> on a shirt like just completely frazzled going oh, never yep, again never again yeah <laughs> so, and I don't know if I would have I think I would have tried to squeeze it all in if I yeah. one haven't prepared this whole entire what are we on eight months now of doing this mm-hmm um podcast of all the work that I've put in up to now on self-care in 
talking out loud about what others can do with flexibility and finally practicing it now myself too. And I think that's part of being outspoken and what we say constantly is being living proof and sharing that. Yeah. Yeah. And as, as Kim often says to us as well, she will say, don't look at my overnight success (laughs) Um, because it has been an ongoing conversation, like you said, for eight months now or nine months. (laughs) Every week showing up. (laughs) So it's not just a a one-off tick. We're done. Let's move on um, as well. Yeah. Um, what about when maybe we're wanting to speak to someone about self-care, but we're feeling quite in the depths of maybe a new baby or we're just going to work and coming home and putting the kids to bed and getting up the next day and making their breakfast and going to work and what happens when you feel quite lonely and feel like you don't really have have the people there to speak to perhaps that you desire? Such a, an awful spot, I feel like. And I've been there. Were you there, Linda, with that? Absolutely. <clears throat> yep. <laughs> um. I mean, but that's also when I didn't know what self-care was when I was in that spot. Um, Mm. I think I had attempted things and it was more so trust one in myself that I could step away from things and let someone else. I mean, it had to be because I had to let someone watch my son so I could go do Mm self-care that's how it felt at that time. So not having someone else to, to talk to about like, what are you doing for self-care? Like I didn't know anyone else who was talking about this when I was first pregnant, other than my friend Sonia. And she's the one where three weeks in postpartum finally was like, here are some options go learn what you can do and, you know, go ahead and take care of yourself. So, um, without someone like that helping me or offering the, the information, I don't think I ever would have gotten out of that feeling lonely spot until someone else reached out to me again. Cause it was harder for me to make the first move then in asking, well, what are you doing? It was easier for someone to say, well, ask me what am I doing and give me options. Yeah. Well, I like that you are able to say out loud now, it was harder for me to initiate that conversation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and isn't it interesting as well, just listening to what you were saying, how you felt like you had to go away to do it. Yeah. You had to find someone <clears throat> to look after the, your children. You had to find that time alone. Yep. And then much, and there's so much that we've talked about and that we know we can do now with children Mm -hmm. and alongside dirty dishes and other things. But I think for me, I was definitely in that same sort of understanding that I had to get away 
I just needed to get away. And then by the time I finally did get away, sometimes I'd just fall apart. I'd be like, oh, so much like climax to this point. And then I'd finally just get there and I'd be like, I just want to do nothing. I'm numb. I can't even talk. I can't even, like, I don't even know what I want. I don't know who I am. Like, <laughs> and then was self-care even worth it then? Like, no, did, it was that it. thing self-care then for you? It just ended up it being this time of yeah. worry and nothing. Just this time of blank. <laughs> like, just what do you think? Even. Yeah. What do you think the turning point was for you where you did start feeling more rejuvenated from taking some self-care time, whether it be away or mm. with the children? Yeah. I think getting to know myself again, like just basically treating myself like I needed, like a, almost not, not like a stranger, but just getting to know myself again of, who I was now that I was a mother and not being just a mother as well. That certainly helped a lot. I don't necessarily think there was a change point. I think it was quite a gradual process mm. and realizing that there has to be a better way <laughs> and just desperately feeling like there was this need to get away and then missing everything when I did finally get away. And so being in this place of like, oh, what, what's that about? And being very confused. So it down your groove. <laughs> and probably a bit more sleep as the kids got older. Yeah. <laughs> and now getting to the point where I can plan out my calendar a bit more, plan out and direct mm -hmm. my time a bit more into places that I want it to go which took a lot of looking at, well, how am I spending my spare time and how do I want to spend my spare time and what do I want to model to the children and what does that actually mean? And so a lot of questioning. <laughs> um, a lot of these conversations have been amazing for all, all of that too. I'm still learning, still absolutely learning. <laughs> yep, definitely. Yes. Have you found kind of a domino effect or even a ripple effect since starting these conversations, having them, are you finding that it's helping you be more consistent or understanding yeah. of the self-care and mm. are you sharing more about it? Cause I know we've talked about that too. So on the outspoken mm -hmm. part, are you talking more openly about it more easily? Yeah, I think so. I think I am. Definitely here as a starting platform, but also in the actions as well. So the calendar has been a big one for me mm -hmm. in realizing where my time was leaking yeah. <laughs> and just talking about the top five self-care and learning new things. So at the moment I'm trying to, because we're in our summer over here, I'm putting washing out on the washing line, which mm -hmm. I, I love. I actually love to do It's just to, really happy place of being outside and under the sun and the kids will often go on to trampoline at the same time and run around. And so I actually love that part anyway. So when I'm going to take it off now, I'm sorting it into piles of all of the clothes of who's is who I'm not folding it. 
I'm just because the kids actually fold their clothes and put them away. That's part of their contribution to the house. So instead of double, because I was standing there, I'm like, this is just double handling. This is so silly. Why am I doing this? So that's one action that I'm trying to take to just use my time more effectively. Okay. I folded the towels today and handed them through the window to the boys in their bedroom because <laughs> our washing lines is, is outside their bedroom windows nice. handed it through to them and said put this in the cupboard for me and <laughs> they were more than happy to so awesome. yeah I yeah. Love that. yeah so little things like that coming through yeah what about you Have you got some examples uh, definitely my calendar is definitely helping with that but um Mm. I like to talk a lot about self-care. <laughs> so <laughs> put me near a new mom and I'm like, all right, let's talk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um it's it's definitely it's like practicing anything anyway, but it gets me more passionate about self-care and learning more about my cycle now makes it so much more of an understanding that I get excited to talk about it and to do it. And Mm -hmm. I know we've even talked about it before and incorporating our kids into our self-care and that's becoming, I think the, the focus this quarter is Declan's in karate right now and they want him to level up uh, because he's making such good improvements with his focus and stuff like that. He actually is learning a lot. And I'm like, well, how do we level him up? And one of the things is to do chores around the house or things to help out and be disciplined and show kindness and stuff. So yeah, watch out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm like, okay, perfect. Because one of the phases they want you to incorporate kids into doing those kinds of things. So I'm like, okay, we'll start practicing this phase and incorporate, like I was saying earlier, dinner, time will be having him help he'll start doing his own laundry because he loves doing laundry um but making sure he knows like we're gonna go to a restaurant together because mommy needs a night off from doing dinner so this is a form of self-care for us to go out and be together as a family this is a family self-care thing um you needed a few minutes in the bath while mommy just sits and be quiet in the tub with you and we don't talk we're just together and we're hanging out doing our own thing that's a little bit of self-care for us so like bringing him down to explain those kinds of things is helping me still be outspoken about it especially with this new incorporating of my son like that's exciting to share that so that way when new moms are feeling lonely in their undiscovered self-care journey they can start to imagine different ways to incorporate their self-care with their littles because i mean one of my favorite things was to take a bath with my son because we were big on self on the skin to skin because we had so many concerns when he was little Mm. that that's Mm. all they kept saying skin to skin gets you the closest bond so that was my favorite thing let's just sit in the tub skin to skin just hang out yeah and you I didn't know that was self-care then, but I look back and I'm like, that was really a form of me trying to have some self-care, like mm-hmm. get a break from everything that was going on. Yeah. Yeah. So you were doing it before you were doing it. 
Who knew? We realized you were doing it. And yeah. here we are. Look, look at us now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So much good stuff. I know I wrapped up my church meeting yesterday with encouraging everyone to ask new parents and families the question of how are you today? Because that's what sparks that that conversation. So I wanted to wrap us up with this episode with encouraging all of us to ask new families that question of mm-hmm. how are you and give it a time frame. How are you today? How are you this right now as we're talking? <laughs> like yeah, um, not just hour. how are mm-hmm. you? Because that's a big question. So Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and if you are feeling lonely out there as well, feel free to drop either us a lot or either of us um a line about how you are today or yeah. this minute or what you think as well hmm? so until next week we hope you can unstuck your muck bye, bye for now